Internet, what's up? This is Premium Peep, and you are checking out the Officially Street Podcast with the one and only J Omega, Sire, and Cherry motherfucking Poppins. Listen, I appreciate them. I fuck with them. Some of them from Bangor, PA. I never heard of the fucking place. But anyway, listen, I'm here. Check out my episode. If you didn't, then, well, whatever. You'll check it out soon. Cheers. It's your boy J Omega, the Watch the Ambassador, the Cybertron Don, the Camouflage God, Mr. BX All Day, Mr. Ready Set Go, Hip Hop's Behemoth, Young Heisenberg in the building, Daddy Wash Legs. You know what time it is when you hear that? Ah, oh. and that's at J Omega S on every social media network. I ain't cut you off this time, bitch. <laughs> you know what it is, y'all. It's your boy Sire, the Wash God himself, the hoodie season representative, banging on my chest, king of the backhanded compliments, all first verse. Sir Sire, Duke of Worcestershire, dripping in spinal fluid, Scotty Pepin. Oh, this is a new one. Stomp on you on hard bottoms. Uh, the bad guy, the podcast bully. <laughs> Y'all know you can find me on all social media at Sire SO. Uh, except for Snap. Snap is Sire underscore SO. Uh, these is bloody shoes. <laughs> and this is the Officially Street Podcast. Episode 121, motherfuckers. <laughs> and obviously we don't have Cherry in the building. Mm-hmm. Um, Still getting her rest. Facts. Facts. But we do have a special guest with us today. I would call him a, what would I say, a master of none, uh, a sneaker connoisseur, a boot connoisseur. Boot god. Boot god. Facts. Um, podcast connoisseur. And we'll figure out what else. You know what I mean? Extended friend of the show. Family mm-hmm. of the show. Yeah, you know I mean? Uh, none other than Dallas Penn, everybody, in the building. Give it up. The God himself. Internets. Oh. Los Internetos. What's good? What's good? <laughs> Let me hear some AKAs. Dallas Penn, AKA Dallas Penn, AKA Trickster Griot. <laughs> AKA Lifestylist. Oh. AKA Boot God. God. Oh. Boot God. Because mm. there's other boot gods, but I am God Boot God. Okay. Ooh, he's getting with the sham God. God, God, sham God inspired that. You know? Listen, guys, as you know, go to officiallystreet.com for all things street official. Follow us on Twitter at TOS Podcast underscore SO. Like us on Deep Blood Clot Facebook. My youth. <laughs> we need more fuel for the lime green. For the youth, them. <laughs> at facebook.com slash officially street. And remember, you can listen to us on uh, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn Radio, and any other place you can find a podcast. You can find us. Hold on, y'all not on Black Planet? <laughs> y- y'all not on me, gente? Oh, nah, shit, man, nah. Yo, we not on Skonex no more. Okay, no, no, no Friendster? No Friendster? <laughs> nah, 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 RP aim. <laughs> oh, shit. All right, man. We can just get right into it, man. Um, y'all know who Dallas is, man. Um, we spoke briefly, you know, a few weeks back, and we were speaking about being washed. You know, if you heard, I'm the wash god. The Jay's, washed ambassador. Jay's yeah. the washed ambassador. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, you have any washed names? Anybody? Else? I mean, I'm I'm the king of the washed. Of <laughs> when I get on a bus, there's a certain seat to sit on when you ride on a city bus yeah. that the king of the washed always sits in. Okay, which one? Which one? It's a single seat. I know. At the back of the single row, closest to the door. That last single mm. seat, that's the king of the wash seat. Yo. I go for that seat early. Like I like to be on. The, I like to be at the first stop. I will wait. 
and ride a bus backwards <laughs> to the first stop so I could get on, be the first, and get the king of the wash seat. He, he shouts out backseat regally. He's like, back seat. <laughs> backseat, sir. <laughs> but I be, but I like that seat, though, just because like sometimes people be at that door. Yeah. And mm-hmm. like the door closes before they, they can go out. Yeah. And you can see. And then, and then they be, they like, ladies, you push on the thing. They be like, back door. Back, <laughs> back door. <laughs> and sometimes I look at a, a chick and she find I be like, oh, yes, indeed. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> she be like, back door. I be like, yes. yes. <laughs> Sounds yes, dope, actually. Yeah. <laughs> so King of the Washed. All right. All right, the boot gosh, the boot wash god. Wash boot god, wash boot god. I like that. I fucks with that. Liddy again. <laughs> For the community. Facts. For the community, the wash community. You looking good though, man. You looking I'm, really I'm good. I'm feeling all right. I'm feeling all right. I'm feeling, I, I'll be honest with you, man. I went through a, a tremendous health scare. Correct. Mm. Diabetic. Right. All right. Uh, I'm dealing with some other stuff now, but the main thing is I'm staying on the path, man. I mean, I That's used to be a horrible alcoholic. Mm. Crazy with it. Like, if God had gave me hands, I, I would use it to hold more drink. Shit. <laughs> you know? I mean, uh, just going to industry events, man, and open bars, and I was just, you know, you you talk to the open bar kings, that, that crew called Open Bar Kings, uh-huh. and they'll tell you. I mean, I used to teach them how to steal bottles at the open bar events. <laughs> Shit. We used to steal. I used to steal bottles mm-hmm. and give bottles away because I stole so many. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, Christ. I can't leave with eight bottles. Here, you take a bottle. You take a bottle. I'll be your best friend. Oh, God my damn Lord. It. Listen, so- um, but but getting through that and then and then finally breaking free of that man and still caught up in, in the emo like like diabetes uh, um type two diabetes it's so emotional for us and and mm. I got to tell you it's coming for all of us it's coming for us nationwide simply mm. because the American diet yeah is is filled with sugar it's filled with processed foods. It's just filled with things that's that's anti health. Yeah, you fly out the country, they don't eat like this. No, they don't anywhere. They, they don't they don't consume at the rate we consume at. They don't they don't consume processed stuff at the rate we do. And I mean, let's face it too. I mean, we also run our lives. We run ragged now. Right. We run wild too. Right. We also out of this country. They don't run a, a twenty four hours a day like we'll do. So I mean, we need that fuel in a, in a manner of speaking, but we're also running ourselves down. We're running our yeah. engines down. It's too okay. much. It's yeah. too much. And on that topic, I mean, it's a little bit different. But we just, um, you know, we heard about uh, combat. You know, prayers yeah. and and, mm-hmm. and you know, thoughts are out with him and his family as well. But you know, how how important is physical health to you today? I mean, after going through as much as you as you have, it, I mean, now it's now it's everything because now it's. It gets really into that quality of life shit. Right. That that as a young person, like, again, what, what did I care about when I was twenty years old? All right, I was doing acid. I was uh, uh, smoking weed with crack, mm. uh, weed with dust. Yeah. Literally, weed with dust. I remember um, I had found this blunt under my rug in my living room, and I remembered <laughs> the night we had rolled it. It was for my man's bachelor party. It was like five years prior. And Jesus we had Christ. lost it. We had so many L's. We had lost it and found it. And it was it, it had house dust in it. Shit. <laughs> Got me effed up. Shit. That's wild. But again, when you are in your 20s, yeah. you don't even care. Try to have fun. You, you, you just, you balls to the walls. Now yeah. it's like, oh, snap, wait a minute. The whole purpose of this thing was to rock it until I'm 60, until I'm 70. Right. Was to, was to rock it throughout. And because you you gain more experience, you you know how to do shit flyer, right? You know how to do shit with more savoir faire than mm. when you was young and dumb. So it's like, oh man, now I've learned all these techniques, and they're about to cut my legs off. Well, shit. fuck. Well, goddamn. Uh, well, <clears throat> well, goddamn. <laughs> I was gonna ask, you know, has the transition into a, a healthier lifestyle been difficult? 
Um, of course it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it totally is. It totally is, especially when when diet is is really the crux of our health. I mean, yes, we need to exercise. We need to 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 um to keep our bodies moving, but but it's everything about what we are putting into our bodies on the daily, constantly. And I mean, that doesn't mean that. Listen, you can still have chocolate chip cookies and ice cream and chip. You can still live, mm-hmm. but you can't OD. Yeah. And we find that we we get programmed to ODN from young, mm-hmm. from going to the bodega, having a dollar. Listen, all I had was a dollar. I go to that the bodega. Way. What bag mm-hmm. of chips? That that three pack of cookies, mm-hmm. a quarter water, and then twenty five cent worth of can. Like I mean, literally a dollar got you your fuel. You know that took you to lunch or whatever. We but, just got some Oreos for a dollar. But, <laughs> but this but this is what I'm talking about. I mean, this is this is. You know how working class kids we get programmed anyway. Yeah. All right. Yeah. This is how they this is how they did it to us anyway. This is how they they yanned us up anyway. Right. If they had put an apple inside there, I'd be like, "What is this for?" That's true. What is this apple for, man? What? How much is the apple? Fifty cent. Yeah. That's half my dollar. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm be I'm, hungry in ten minutes. I, y'all, I'm good with that apple. Now I had an apple this morning. I was like, like, like you know, when you look at that, you, you look at it. <laughs> you about to lick that shit yeah. before you bite it. Like, yo, like, like, damn, this remind me of that shorty from. Let's <laughs> take a bite out of this. Yeah. Yo, you about to <laughs> play Marvin Gaye well, before you bite you that want, shit. You didn't want that juice. You didn't want that juice to escape. Well, you went. You put it back to your. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so it's it's it, the the transition's been difficult, but the transition is it, it's it's for life. Right, it's for life, and, and when you understand, oh man, this is just gonna make my life better. This is gonna let me do some fly shit. It's so it's so fun, man, to to take a, a trip, you know, and be older and and go and eat some good food at a good restaurant. I hear you, man. Out of state, man. That's 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 awesome. Out of the country. When my wife got pregnant, I decided to. I call it sympathy sobriety. I don't know if it's a thing. I looked it up. It's not. I'm gonna try to, you know, I hate buy it the intellectual property this, of that. I like the alliteration in it. But um, <laughs> so you know what I did was the entire time that you know she stayed clean, I did as well. And you know it was hard for me, but I felt so much better. Mm-hmm. You know, and e- even though I wanted to drink and I wanted to do other things, it was like you know what, not having done it, I feel like I could fucking. Jump higher than I can jump. I feel like I could run further than I could. What was your drink? Um, whiskey. I like whiskey. I like whiskey. But I mean, I drink anything. But if you know, if I'm going to the liquor store, I'm gonna probably buy a Jack. You know, I can't do that. Nah. You know me. The henny. The henny is <laughs> the henny is like the ultimate. But for me, Jack is a little cheaper than henny. I could That's just true. be like, if I'm gonna go, it's like I, if I'm going somewhere, I'm going out. Probably do the henny, but. Nah, you know. Jack, I call Earl all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nah, I don't, I don't, I don't H- really H- fuck with him like that. Henny crazy. It, it, how crazy is white Henny that you give somebody a bottle of white Henny and they will name their child after you? Mm-hmm. They'll lose their mind. Yeah. They lose yeah. it because you, I mean, you got to go overseas yeah. to get it. Right. And right. It's, I, you, I mean, it's a fucking gem. <laughs> and, and, and if you think about it, the white Henny or Henny period or anything brown, it's kind of our birthright. We kind of got we kind of got brought over yeah, here yeah, yeah. to produce this shit. Facts. Mm-hmm. We got brought over here, did the work, 
made the shit. It got triangle trade, got shipped to Europe. Uh-huh. All right, boom. They they paid bread for it. Break that, it down. That bread then, the ship then went to Africa, bought more people. Break it down. Bought more people uh, back over here. Break uh-huh. it make down. Make more Henny. Make more Henny back to you. Yo, what the f- Wait, wait, wait. I hear the gyms dropping right now. I, know, right? I hear the gyms. I hear the gyms dropping. Henny is, is like our birthright. We should that's that's why my parents never got drunk off rum and coke. My mm. parents could drink rum and coke for days. Right. And they never and we drive home and stuff like that. They, rum is that know? shit that's like it's weak and then you go ham to get drunk and they give you a fucking headache. Like, yeah. Oh dear. I can't fuck with rum like that. All right, man. We keep it moving. Um, I know you said that your wife, um, Chocolate Snowflake, she kinda helped you along the way. Yes. You know what I mean, with with this. Um so just to change it up a little bit, um, can you share a story about, you know, when you first met her? Was it love at first sight? Like, did you know that that's who you wanted to be with? Anything like that? I, I feel like, I mean, we, we had a fateful first meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a spot, there was a spot downtown in, in the meatpacking district, uh, Lower Manhattan, like a, a, a hangout area. Um, the old Mars Club was down there. A Gansevoort is down there now. But um, the spot was called APT, Apartment. Mm-hmm. And um, Friday night, Marley Mall and Pete Rock had a residency. Ooh. And it just used to be a night to just go and just vibe out, man. You know, hip hop, mm-hmm. beats. You know, Pete Rock is the beats. Mm-hmm. Right, right, you know, right. Marley Mall. So, so it was rap. It was hip hop. Yeah. And um, so she happened to be there with her sister. And I came there with a, with a couple of my dudes, met, met a couple of my dudes up in there. And one of my dudes had gone to college with her, mm-hmm. Stony Brook with her. Gotcha. So he introduced me to her, you know, like, oh, here's my, you know, and I swore she winked at me. <laughs> <laughs> she would say later on that I was bugging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, They'll say that. They'll the say following that. night, um, this was a this was the first weekend in July. The following night was first Saturday at Brooklyn Museum of Art. Mm. So Brooklyn Museum of Art for the last, since 2000 has done this thing called First Saturday. And the first Saturday of every month, they have a dance party, and it could be any kind of music, mm-hmm. polka, salsa, jazz, it could be whatever, and big ballroom, and people would dance. And, you know, young folk, young professionals would come there, young artsy people would come in there. Yeah. And who plays a museum anyway? Right, right, mm-hmm. right. You know what I mean? And this was like, I was I was at the stage of my, of my life where I was like, you know what, I got to start playing museums to find these bad chicks. I got to start playing whole, like, I, I'm yeah. not doing the right thing. Right. Because the chicks I'm going after is like, you know, they, I like hussies. Right. <laughs> you know, but it's not, it's not working out. They got to drink Henny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not working out with them. I mean, I'm not, we're not matching up, right. you know, economically. So, um, but boom, she happened to be at this party. Okay. So, you know, we had a dance. We, we chopped it up a little bit. I was you like, know, yeah, after yeah. that, wink, you know. Right, I was like, "Hey, you know, hey, yeah, I'm already in there." You know, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm so and so's buddy. You know, we met at APT last night. She was like, "All right, yeah, well, okay, whatever." We dance, whatever. At the end of the night, though, the fly shit in front of the museum. She was sitting on this wall, so I came over and and uh, asked if I could massage her feet. Mm. She danced so well. I was like, "Those crazy shoes you got on those those heels are so high. Let me massage your feet." So she was like, "Oh, brother." That might go. That might go different in 2017. <laughs> I, it, 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 it's a creepy move, regardless. <laughs> nah, facts. It's a creepy move, but but a confident chick will be like, okay, fly guy. Right, right, you know, right, right. Okay, go ahead, massage. Let's see how feet. your hands work. Right, yeah, right, yeah. Right, right. So afterwards, she's like, okay, high shot. Why don't you walk me home? And I said, of course. Right. Boom. She lived across the street. I was wow. like, well, all right, all right. So I took her to the door and said, all right, you know, enjoy, you know, enjoy your night. Right. Boom! The following night, mm-hmm. my folks, uh, Keystar Productions, do 
great parties. I've done great parties in the city for years. Uh-huh. Stevie Wonder annual oh. tribute. Uh, they do a they do a James Brown Fela party. Shit. They do a, a Prince Michael Jackson party. Like they do parties for you to go and the lights be low and you just be dancing. You be in there sweating, dancing. Like, mm. can you imagine just dancing to Michael Jackson and Prince? I can't oh. because it's fucking before my time. No, Shit. It's not, no listen, but imagine doing that now. I would, I'd be losing. <laughs> That's all. That's all. The lights is low. That's why I can't imagine. Can't nobody just, see you. Right. You in there dancing, sweaters in your eyes. You can't see nothing. You just in there sweating. So they throwing a barbecue, and my homegirl Kida was like, "Yo, hold the gate down for me, and like let our people in." You right. know what I mean? So anybody that came through, I'm like, "Yo, you know, you can't come to the barbecue empty-handed." So I'm sending people to the bodega. <laughs> you know, sending dudes to the bodega to get a six-pack. Yeah, sending yeah. sending yeah, girls yeah. to the bodega to get a bag. So you come come empty-handed. Right. Who comes down a block with her girlfriends? Mm. Boom, 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 boom. And I'm like, yo, you are really stalking me. <laughs> <laughs> you have to chill. You are really stalking me. She was like, never. And I was like, whatever. Right. So the funny fly shit was, though, boom, I walked her home. So I knew where she lived. Yeah. And she had a doorman building. So I said, boom, I put up there a little package of poems, uh, mixtape. Oh, you went mm. in. Oh, you went in. On a CD. On oh, a CD. he went yeah. in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. Some poems, some, a mixtape, a little bit of short story, a little bit of fly shit, whatever. Put in a little package, gave it to the doorman. I said, that's from that young lady. Matter of fact, that doorman was a dude from Saturday Night. I said, boom, I only had her first name. I said, this is for that young lady, boom, boom. Right. And uh, he was like, all right, I'll give it to her. You know, didn't have my phone number on it, gave it, left my email address. Oh, mm. my God. <laughs> you know? So, uh-huh. let it marinate with her. Right. Kept it moving, kept doing my thing, whatever. After a few days, got an email. You know, thank you for this. This is very nice. Oh, the story was nice. And thank you for the music. Okay, yeah. boom, boom, boom. And I'm like, well, okay, boom. Okay, now we got each other's email right, addresses. Right, right, right. Now, yeah. Yeah, you know, and we just now corresponded. We, we corresponded like that. That was it. That was it. Corresponded via email, bro. Mm. And, um, and you know, I just I played it cool, man. First Saturday, August came up. And I saw in the museum, I was dancing with another chick. Uh-huh. You know, mm. I tried to, you know, mingle, mix and mingle with her, but she was like, nah, nah, you busy. Go ahead. <laughs> you know? uh-huh. And, um, you know, but but we 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 kept in contact and we we had, I had, I thought I had her bagged for sure one night. Had the dopest setup. Going to meet her after work. Um, Going to go to the spot in Dumbo, downtown Brooklyn. Uh-huh. Fancy. Expensive neighborhood in Brooklyn mm. called Bubby's. They had the illest happy hour on a Friday. Top shelf, buy one, get one free. Mm. Shit. Belvedere and vodka was six dollars. Shit. So you was buying one, you was getting another one anyway. Shit. So you we used to go there and get bent, bent, bent. Facts. Twist rock up in there. <laughs> <laughs> After that, most Def was playing at the Delacorte Theater um with Blackjack Johnson. I wish I lived in this time, bro. So, <laughs> was, this wasn't that long ago. No, this wasn't that long ago. Man. You may, you may, at, my, at my age, though. Oh, I got you. You wouldn't be able to be at out there. This time, really. yeah, like you, at you, this time. You. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, no. I was, old, I was, I'm old by now, anyway. I couldn't I'm be not, out there. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm not, but I'm not young by now, anyway. By, <laughs> by the time it's going, I'm, I've already, I'm seasoned enough. Right, right, where, right. You know, I'm, I'm knowing how to lay things. Yo, I'm yeah. laying things down. Right. Boom. After the most deaf show, my man Rich Medina out of Philly. Is DJing a Fela party, right? So we it's gonna be a, just a night of just running the streets heavy, you know. I'm backstage at most death, you know. what I mean, I'm you know I'm all connected, so I'm walking into the Fela. Like it's all it's going down, right? Like, you lit, yeah. You fuck with me, girl. We gonna you know we we, we having a good time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So um, we got drunk, and then she was like, "Yeah, no, no, I'm good with the, I'm good with the rest. I'm, I'm good. You have fun tonight." I'm like, "What?" I'm like, "This girl must be a lesbian." <laughs> I mean, but if she's a lesbian, then she That's should want to come because Michelle and the good Jello is opening up. <laughs> How do you yeah, pronounce her name? But Michelle and the Jello, you know what I'm talking about, though. But that chick yeah, yeah, was yeah. opening for most. I'm like, damn. She should want to go because she's open up. I'm like, yo, chicks are bugging nowadays. <laughs> Whatever. But she tells me later on she had a date for later on. Uh, so she double booked. Okay. Okay. She still played herself, though. <laughs> still played herself. Most Stephen Blackjack Johnson was, yeah, was fire. Yeah. Nah, come on now. You know? So, um, but but we we found ourselves to be really simpatico just through correspondence. Mm. And her politics was so crazy to me that, um, this young lady, man, totally artsy, totally like community driven, mm-hmm. um, was on those mailing lists because she gave money to the Wildlife Relief Fund. Gotcha. So you start getting those, you get on those mailing lists once you donate money to shit like that. That's dope, man. Yeah, she was, she was, she was so dope. Yeah. And it turns out that all these years I've been messing with these Kita parties, mm-hmm. you know, Stevie Wonder parties and and James, she be in the building at the same time. I'm at this. De La Soul, MF Doom, Roots concert at Central Park. She's there too. I'm at all these events and she's there, but because my eyes are trained into looking for another type of chick, mm-hmm. I'm missing her. Gotcha. Plus, she was the type of chick where, um, you ever seen Shari Belafonte Harper? You know mm-hmm. who Harry Belafonte's daughter? I, I, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got okay, you. Um, or imagine like a Cree Summer type mm-hmm. chick from a different world. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was like, them chicks. They already could smell my. Yeah, yeah, they can yeah, smell yeah, my yeah, bullshit. Yeah, yeah, they can yeah. smell my shenanigans. They not fucking with me. Right. That's who she reminded me of. Gotcha. So she reminded me of one of them chicks that was actually probably too smart to fuck with me anyway. Gotcha, gotcha. You know what I mean? But gotcha. I somehow hoodwinked her. I somehow fucking <laughs> he still put the her. magic on her. Yeah, yeah. And um, and and that was that was our kind of you know that was our kind of whirlwind that we we met up and we just we we I've had a great time with her ever since. And really, she's taken me. From being, I was, I had at my heaviest, I had probably gone up to about 375. So she pulled me, she pulled me all the way down to 250, although I'm getting a little uh, chubby wubby. <laughs> Again, we got to work it out. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. but just, you know, uh, with patience, um, with focus and, and tweaking, you know, tweaking my diet yeah, yeah. in ways that I didn't even, I haven't even paid attention to. Mm. You know what I mean? She's set me up to, to keep rocking. That's what's up, man. And now you guys have a podcast together, the Newlyweds Podcast. We do the Newlyweds Podcast. We've been married for several years, mm-hmm. but we, we, anytime someone congratulates us for being married, who we haven't seen, we say, yeah. "Oh, reset, right? Reset, right? Reset." Now, one thing I will mention is, um, you know, we we have you on the show now. We we uh we had Premium Pete on the show as well. Um, you know, both of you guys have come from the Combat Jack show. What is it that uh? you know, drove you to transition from doing a show like the Combat Jack show to doing a show like what you're doing now in the Newlyweds podcast? Before the Combat Jack show, I had a show called The Internet Show. Mm-hmm. Right. In 2008. Right. I had, before anyone knew what a podcast was. Yep. Yep. We remember. Uh, all right. So I, I had a little podcast called Internet Show where I was breaking uh, rock Marciano music, Mayhem Loren, Das Racist. I was playing some of the music I love to mess with Kid mm-hmm. Cudi. Right. And, and kind of talking about politics and just the, the world at large. And I didn't, the, the thing about a podcast, which is so crazy and, and salutes to y'all for sitting in here 
in this inside the spaceship, but you transmit the sound and you don't really know who's listening. Yeah, true. You mm-hmm. do get feedback, but there's so many more people listening than you realize. Mm-hmm. True. And and you have to remind yourself that. You have to remind yourself that the value of the time you spend in here. I mean, y'all spend good money to be inside the spaceship. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? To put fuel inside here, you know, to, to get it up out of the atmosphere. Right. Takes a lot. Bring y'all brothers together. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize the value in that. So that when when Reg came to me and was like, man, listen, we're going to have this opportunity. I was like, I already know what it is. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, man, listen, I'm I'm ready to do it again. Right. And it was, in the beginning, it was just what I wanted to be a part of, which was like an ensemble group. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, a bunch of, th- think of Wu-Tang. Like, I always loved Wu-Tang, you know, not for one particular, I love Ray and I love Ghost. Right. But I love it for all of these diverse voices that each has its own kind of timbre, it has its own kind of cadence. But mm-hmm. yes, when you put them together, yeah. like each of those voices individually is strong. Right. But when right. you put them together, it, the sum is Justice greater than, 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 than the... The, the number of the parts. Justice League. Right. Exactly Justice League. Yeah. Basically. 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 So that was, you know, that was tremendous. And and that thing did its thing. Mm-hmm. When it kind of separated from the ensemble cast and it became more of like a Charlie Rose um, one-on-one interview format. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it was moving towards that anyway. I wanted it to be that. It had to evolve and go to that. It was going to be time for me to go anyhow. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. And that's fine. But I had a great time though. Yeah. Right. No, it was a, it was nah, a it was, time. That was the listen. first. You guys were the first podcast that I started listening to. Yeah, he was the Dame he, Dash episode, and I just started going backwards from there. And, the Dame Dash episode for me will always be my favorite because, like, I love Just Blaze. Oh, when they were <laughs> and Just Blaze <laughs> he was, he got was to be a human. Well, he got to be a human. Like, yeah. like Just is mad cool. Yeah, Just is cool. Just is like you know he gets that from from Jay. Mm-hmm. Just to be cool, just to be above things, just to be like yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't really hear none of y'all niggas. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but Dame knew how to push his buttons from before mm-hmm. his button, his back day buttons. <laughs> you know how to push everybody's buttons, he, man. No, not everybody. Not everybody. Not everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not no, everybody. He, he got to him. Not everybody's. Now the the funny thing was we didn't know from that interview was Reg did the smart thing. Combat had went to to his um his gallery space and sat with him like two nights before. So Combat mm. already went and let Dame skewer him. Okay. <laughs> so Dame Dame didn't have no more venom right, right, for, right. for Reg. Dame, Dame was like, I already killed you. Right, right, right. You know? Right, right, now right. I got new meat. I, yeah, got, yeah, I got my yeah. man Just back here. <laughs> yeah. oh. I got roast too. Right, right, right. Yeah. So Reg had already set it up mm. where he had already gotten killed right. by Dame. Right, Got you. You know, Dame, uh, he came through. Dame was like, I missed it. I missed it. But uh, but Chris Maul was with, and, and Chris Maul was like, yo, Dame was like, yo, why, yo, why, why you got on some Holly Hobby short? <laughs> like, you know, just killing them on some Uptown snaps. Like, you know, you can't, like, Brooklyn cats will fight you. Uptown cats will snap, will roast you to, like, they will, they will make you change your whole outfit architecture. Mm, facts. You'll be like, yo, I can't wear this shit no more. Right, right. Yeah, you think you over. you think you was fresh? Yo, you'll be like, yo, I got to burn these sneakers. <laughs> I got to burn this whole outfit now. Oh, That's a man. fact, bro. That's you a know? fact. So I know you said that, um, you know, you were done with the, the combat jack thing. But would you be open to doing something along the lines, like when you guys used to do the um, combat in Dallas, go to the movies? Oh Things yeah, like that. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, I always, I always like working with with combat, uh, simply because I mean, I, the the truth is, we both 
more or less come from the same. We're, we're close to the same age. He's a few years older than me, mm. but um, you know, we agree on on many things, and then and then we have our disagreements. And I think we're just both very opinionated. So I always felt like great um, having verbal jousts and arguments with him, mm. you know, because he makes great points. He's a lawyer. Mm-hmm. All right. I, of course, make great points because I make great points. You're from uptown. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I always enjoyed working with combat simply because I, I feel like the, the, um, our intersection into culture mm-hmm. is so similar. It's so similarly connected with the reference points that you pull from television or whatever popular media was. For us, popular media was comic books at the time. Mm-hmm. And and when you have these similar reference points that people of a similar age have, it's like, oh, man, it's like here he was in Brooklyn, here I am in Queens, and you both seeing the sunrise at the same time from a slightly different perspective. Mm-hmm. Right. you both watching the same event, but your vantage points, you know, from a latitude and longitudinal aspect, it's slightly off. But Break you're still watching the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, you're still watching the same thing, though. You know, you just got a slightly different perspective from, from each angle, but you're still seeing the same truth. Right. Yeah. You know? I used to so, enjoy man. watching that, man. Um, another thing that uh, you, you were doing, and I used, I used to love reading it, too, was the drop tens that you used to do on the For the, the shoe, shoe game. game. The shoe game. Yeah, that was fun. That that was fun, man. And and I won't lie. There was a few times I would be like, yeah, I think it's fire. And then you'd be sitting there roasting it. And I'd be like, you know what? <laughs> Good thing I ain't going to pick those up this week. <laughs> like, yeah, fire, were you fucking with those Ewing 33s, man? Were you were you caught? Did you get caught nah, by those? Nah, nah, nah. Yeah. I, I, I wasn't I really a Knicks like fan growing up, so I wasn't I didn't really, really like them. I like them more now, than though. And I mean, now I think. You know, but what they're doing with all the collabs and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, I like is dope. I like them now. I I I unfairly kill them to death mm-hmm. simply because um when Pat was wearing the shoe, um he was getting dunked on by Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Pat Pat was not uh, you know, he was like like I would tell people, yo, the only Ewing sneaker I acknowledge is the Adidas forum. Yeah. Is the Adidas shoe. Mm-hmm. Uh, otherwise, man, like that that Ewing 33. I'm not fucking with that, <laughs> you know. Like, and and so for for a long time when they had, but what they had also done too, and this goes to a greater description of culture, and how our culture, things we make hot, the things we make fire, get reinterpreted by corporations and then resold to us. Yeah, and repackaged us like like with a different narrative. And I'm like, no, no. That's not the, that's not the story behind this shoe. You're right, though, fam. Like, You're right. and and because they take this window of time off, they're able to come with this side story because most of the people who was around that time don't they remember, don't remember yeah. and mm-hmm. and are busy doing something else, right. so they're not paying attention. Very few people from 20, 25 years ago are still messing with sneakers like that. True, enough to be like, oh, wait a minute. That's a crackhead sneaker. Right. <laughs> like, what, y'all, what, what story are y'all trying to talk right. about this sneaker? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Like, this is a sneaker you tell when your uncle, who you love dearly, uh, sold your grandmother's TV. Right. <laughs> you know, to buy crack. That's the, that's the story of this sneaker. And make it look Yo, grunge. What's, what's and... the new ones? That, I think the Balenciagas that look like the Sketches? Monarchs. Yeah. yeah, they look crazy, but it's like. Yo, them shits look, nah, them shits look crazy. Don't remind me of them shits. I'm sure. How do you feel about those? Do you know what to... They had this like... They're basically sketchers. Yes. And they have a... a They say Balenciaga on them. Balenciaga. I mean, we're talking about $1,000 gym shoes. Mm -hmm. It's out of control. You go to to, um, Nordstrom. 
You go to um oh what's what's that what's that fly spot in Atlanta? Phipps Mall. I'm trying to think of the, the store we we rolled up in to see like the Mesa Margiela, Balenciaga, mm. Louboutin, just to see all these different like you know um, leather shoemakers right mm-hmm. dipping like taking their foray into sneakers. Right. That's one. That's that's just how powerful sneakers are. Again, how powerful the black male interpretation of style is across the globe. Break it down. So that now people that was, that that's making high-end dress shoes, high-end Italian leather dress shoes have to create a casual shoe. Right. A sneaker. Right. Not even and, and not even a sneaker because okay, let's let's go back a little further. You had Bally mm-hmm. who used to make luxury sneakers. Mm-hmm. They made a luxury tennis shoe. They made a luxury running shoe and a luxury racquetball shoe. Okay, those those were luxury shoes because again, the idea of 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 sport was like unless you you know unless you are an athlete who has time to be playing around on the tennis court. Right. right? Yeah. Who, who who has time to even pay for tennis lessons? That's true. You know what I mean? Who has time to go play squash or racquetball? <laughs> <laughs> what shit is that? You know. So um. So at least sneakers were made to do activity. Now you got companies making a sneaker to do what? To put on a pair of slacks and a, and a sport coat. Yeah. To go to dinner in. Mm-hmm. How about that? That's that's the black male influence. That's true. Mm-hmm. That the black black men and women, but black people, y'all did that. Y'all are the ones who put sneakers with a sport coat. Mm-hmm. And shout out to black people, man. For real. Yeah, shout out to black people. doing that with the 11s, bro. Facts. <laughs> yeah. We got away with yeah, that. That's a fact. That's a fact. Even, even before the 11s, man, we did it with shell toes. Very true. You know, we did it with, with suede, the Clyde Frazier mm-hmm. shoe in suede. Don't get me started. My father wants a pair of Clyde. Yeah. Thank you for me. Yeah, no, nah, I mean, we, 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 we did that. We did that. So, I mean, I, I see what they're doing. Yeah, I mean, but ugh, they could do it better. They, 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 after the Prada America's Cup, uh-huh. that was like the last luxury sneaker. And then they, I feel like I, I I wanted to fuck with. And then they started coming out with the fake, the fila. The fratas. Remember we saw, we saw a pair not too long we ago. Did. Me yeah, and Jay yeah, yeah. I said, yeah. Yo, and then I, I got know. close. I said, no, they're the fila. I didn't even know too. they still manufacture them shits. <laughs> yeah, now you can find them in the Bronx probably. Now, oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yo, that was All right. the Bronx, you too, man. huh? I'm just saying. I'm glad Cake walked out the um, <laughs> shout out to Cake, by the way. Cake is in here for about nothing, but uh, yeah, they flame the Bronx all the time. Facts, man. OD. But on the topic of sneakers, you know we got to ask you. You a sneakerhead? Yes. Top five sneakers. Top five, man. Shh. Top five constantly changes. Right now, what am I feeling? Mm-hmm. Um, right now, I'm feeling um, Jordan. Well, I'm always feeling Jordan Six. Okay. And okay. Pretty much, I, I would pretty much fuck with Jordan Six in any iteration. Cake, they do. I love that. Cake, the cake. That's cake. Yeah, cake. Yeah. Love those, man. Not this, not that quilt. They just did some quilted joint, though. No, 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 no. On the no. Jordan 6. I don't know what I, that I, was for. I know what you're talking oh, about. Yeah, I mean, for this jacket. For the jaggy one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah, cool. Yeah, they run out of stories. They're creating crazy stories now. Just do nice leather, please. Stop playing. That's all we have. But Jordan 6. Boom. Air Max. Really, the Air Max 1, that Air Max 87. Wow. That shoe always just. Just takes me back, man, to being able to look through the sole of a sneaker. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, you could look through the sneaker and like see the world. Like, that was crazy to me. <laughs> That's still crazy <laughs> to me, man. Like, yeah. I love that. I love that. Um, 
boom, my greatest sneaker of all time is a sneaker by is the Bally competition, which is the tennis shoe. Mm. Okay. And and that was the first sneaker I ever owned where um I hung out like at a at a nightclub called Latin Quarters. And Latin Quarters. People okay. gave me like respect. Like you got respect wearing a sneaker. Mm. And that was the first time I really kind of experienced like that kind of thing where it was like, it was like, oh, it changed the way you looked at sneakers. It it totally it changed the way I felt about my whole presentation. Gotcha. Right. Like like it was it was a it was I didn't really understand. I I knew it was a fresh shoe and right. it was it was a dope boy shoe, but it was one of those shoes where if you had like a Bally competition or if you had a Gucci trainer, it was like, "Oh, snap. This guy is either dealing dope or <laughs> Big Brother deals dope." Right. So we don't really we don't want to fuck with you. Right, you know? right, right. Cuz you're definitely affiliated or something like that. <laughs> so we just going to like Yo, you're cool. You with got us. it. Yeah, you said yeah. got it. That's a sneaker that like got you into the sneaker game. I, I didn't mean to it's, cut it's you a off. Sne- it's a sneaker that made me recognize the power of sneakers in my community. Gotcha. So it was it was from there. Uh, I'm not gonna put the Jordan Two up in my top five, but the Jordan Two was in that vein. Gotcha. And it was like Italian leather, mm-hmm. but again, it was it was something greater than just a sneaker. Something greater than something to be worn for sport. It was something to be worn to say like, yo, I'm fresh. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was I'm clean. Really fresh. I was clean. I'm really fresh. Boom. I'll give y'all two more. Yeah. Um uh what will I hit right now? I, I need to to oh let me hit on some simple tennis shoe shit. Adidas Rod Laver. Okay. Adidas Rod Laver man even the old mesh joints they get mm. nasty dirty. <laughs> but they get nasty when they when they but but the truth is this is the one sneaker I tell people this is the one sneaker that you could get dirty and your credibility increases yeah. when the sneaker gets dirty. Mm. You know what I mean? This that's that one sneaker where if you if you do like white meat, that's right, the right, sneaker right. that you wear when you go meet your, your white girl parents. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Put your khakis grunge, on. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Don't grunge. You're not totally grunge, no, but not you're not nice. but you're not like you're not like just oh, a shoe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not like you don't come there like, oh, he's just trying to get my daughter the dick. Right, right, right. It's like, oh, he he probably studied in school. He probably, yeah, yeah. Look right, at right, it. Right, you right. know, this sneakers are dirty. He's he was that. running when he was late to class. Look yeah, at him. He can right, tell. Right, you know, right. and, he's um, focused on other things. Right, right, right. Yeah, <laughs> that sneaker. That sneaker helps you front. That sneaker helps you transition to other other groups, other little you know milieus. <laughs> so you got Stuff. one more. I got one more. One more. One more. We're gonna hit this. We we're gonna hit a New Balance. Mm. Shit. We're going to hit a New Balance 1300. Okay. Jeez. New Balance 1300, man. Made in the UK. All right. I love this top five, man. It's yeah, so, that's different. so different. It's so different. Like everybody else's top five is like four of them are Jordans. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like four of them are Jordans, and then you got the Air Max <laughs> 97 <laughs> or 95. Like oh, so the Air Max hey. ones. Yeah. That's different. Lydia gets different. So you say the Bally's is what got you in the sneakers first, or was it? What is it like that that yeah, made yeah. you say I'm? This is I gotta this is I gotta do this. Show. I was into sneakers. I was into sneakers, but it was it was the Bally shoe that made me kind of realize like yo, like sneakers, um, they they speak for you at times more more than than you can mm-hmm. speak for yourself. Right. right. They really they really speak to your presentation. They really. Describe to people your aspiration, right? To be fresh, like like yo, my I had the superest freshest outfit. <laughs> All right, I had these ballys. I worked that summer as a mailroom clerk. Okay, and I I don't know if I saved up every check, 
<laughs> you had, you <laughs> had to save Damn up nigga. quite a bit. I probably, I probably, but I saved up every check to buy a. I had a Gucci sweatshirt and a Gucci rain jacket. A uh, Gucci sweatsuit, rather, and a Gucci rain jacket. And at the Shit. time, they had a, a it had a GG patch on on the left arm, mm-hmm. and um and the rain jacket was dope, man, rubberized cotton. But this this presentation is so fire, right? And I used to do what what I used to do what is you know now I used to marathon my shit. <laughs> Right, right. You can't do that yeah, now. You nah, can't, you can't do that. But you got to put it away for like three months or some shit. For real, for real. Yeah, but yeah. every Friday, yeah, that was my fit. You could do that though. You could do that. And I kept it fresh. And if I had to, if I had to wash it, man, I wash it, line dry it, whatever. But every Friday or Saturday, like if, whatever night I was going out, right. boom, that was my, and that was kind of my fit. And then it made me say, okay, boom, I got to get some other fits. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. I got to get some other fits because I've done this like you know, a couple weeks in advance. And these chicks is fucking with me. Yeah, They're yeah, like, yeah. yo, you got to get in the outfit. You got to do something else. <laughs> yeah. the, the best question though is, do you have pictures of that outfit anywhere? I have pictures of me with the jacket on. Okay. Um, mm. I do have a picture uh, circling of me hanging out in the village uh, with a sweatsuit on. Okay. Um, I don't have a picture of me that, in the, the fit, whole, that Friday in the whole fit. In the whole fit. Oh, I do man. not. I do not. And I and I have a lot of vintage pics of myself. And I feel like I should have it somewhere. Right. But I can't seem to uncover it. Shit. If you find it, please post that. Oh, if man. I if I find yeah, it, I believe me. I'm gonna I'm a, I'm gonna take it to a scientist <laughs> have him blow it up and yeah, have yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> sharpen it and, and digitize it. And yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make make that shit my business oh, card. God. Like been doing it since then, then, then. You know, then, oh, then. Man. So on the topic of fashion, and we see you wearing a lot of it today. What is it that got you in the low? I, about the same, around the same time. I mean, I was I was just coming around into kicks and just coming around into into presenting myself. Man, I saw this kid on the subway, and he had on this windbreaker jacket, and it was colored. Um, like a roll of lifesavers. It was just, mm. it was color blocked with gotcha. yellow, red, and blue stripe. Mm. And just going across the body, it was just so, like, I saw this kid and I was like, yo, just transfixed by him. And everybody around, everything around him became grayscale. And I just mm. saw this kid and I was like, yo, I'm going to go get his jacket. <laughs> <laughs> and me and my my dudes, my, my, my little, my little, Dudes, man, we ran after this dude, man. We chased him down this platform, um, Lexington Ave at, at the um, at the Arch. We literally chased him down and mm. chased him up this escalator, and we were throwing people like it's a skinny escalator too, going up <laughs> yeah, to right. the train to the next train. And he's running up the thing, and people are falling to the side, and we're throwing people off the escalator, <laughs> trying to Christ. like we went after this guy like like venomous <laughs> after this dude, man. He got away, man, but it was just like like. This thing just transfixed me. The colors, and and from that point on, anytime I saw it, and the funny thing was, I had a polo sweater from my grandmother, right? Mm. And it was just a nice wool sweater that had the crest on it. But the colors of this windbreaker was so vibrant, so incredible. Like I just, it, there was nothing like it for me. And and I then boom, I just started acquiring stuff from that point on. And, you know, it, it goes up, it goes down, it goes up, it goes down. And what I did find, though, through the years is that whenever I wanted to costume myself in a particular manner, I wanted to front on some country gentleman shit. Yeah, right, right, right. You, you costume yourself with that. If you want to costume yourself like, yo, I'm fucking rescuing people in the fucking mountains. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got a ski jacket with patches like 
emergency rescue yeah, packages rescue and all kinds of yeah. yeah. So I mean, mm-hmm. it's like you could you could costume yourself as this yachtsman or outdoorsman or adventurer, and um, I I have termed this clothing aspirational apparel. Mm-hmm. The 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 so I I mean I love the sporty stuff right 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 you know but but the the most fun stuff for me is is just when I'm like you know you know dressing up like a yachtsman right you that's know? dope man that's dope that's very dope um I know you've been collecting for who knows how long how many you, years would you say nah. I mean I I didn't even realize I was collecting but I I mean I have mm. uh, I don't have my I I gave my little cousin my grandmother's uh, sweater. Oh. I did. I did. I hope you appreciate. And was that your first? Was that your first piece? That was my first, first piece. piece. That was my first piece, and it was still in very, very presentable condition. Right. I have a feeling when I gave it to him, he was like nineteen. He may not have he really. Might not appreciate realized, he may not. Yeah. yeah. He may not. But then again, he may have. Whatever. Whatever's clever. Whatever's clever. Right. But um, I mean, I have things that go back to my high school years. <sighs> I've things I've sold a lot of things simply because I was much slimmer then. And <laughs> gotcha. When eBay popped off, I was like, "Oh, people want to buy yeah. old clothes." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm selling it. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I still have things from that time. I saw pieces from back then. What would you say is your favorite piece? I know it's like picking your favorite my, child. No, 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 no. My my favorite piece in my entire archive. Um, what. It would probably be one of the the leather or suede jackets. I have a bunch of mm-hmm. leather and suede jackets that are like, man, like I'll tell you what it is. Okay, my favorite joint is a is a ranch like a denim jacket, like mm-hmm. a rancher jacket, mm-hmm. but a, it's a rancher jacket shirling. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's like a denim jacket, but it's mm-hmm. shirling skin. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's shirling interior. Right. Damn. So so incredible, so beautiful. Like that's my that's my favorite joint right now. But I love. All the leathers, all the suede, because those joints, like you take care of them. Yeah. Oh yeah, they last forever. They last, last forever. Right. Literally right. last forever. Like a a good leather when you condition it right. Anyhow, a good leather period. Right. And I mean, I've had great leathers over the years, man. From Averex, from Shot, from from all kinds of brands. A good leather is a good leather. Right. You know, I mean, you don't. We don't never see. We don't never have to change our skin. Right. Yeah. That's we true. might could exfoliate. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that's you, true. You that's know, true. you know, yeah. you you condition your skin properly, you get to keep it. Right. 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 You know. He so said, shot. Jeez. I know. I, remember, I, I know. I had one of them joints. All right. Go okay. Ahead. Well, good for you. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure you had an Avery X. Nah, I actually, I'm telling you, bro. My mother was like, of course, how much? Go on with <laughs> nah, yourself. Nah, I was working young. Go on with yourself. Young. Yeah. Um, I mean, you can. You come from a time, too. We all come from a time where mm. you, you could not have nothing. You could have nothing from your parents that your dad didn't have. Right. In at least... Equal yeah, to yeah, right, yeah, right, right, right. So you couldn't get no dress shoes more expensive than your dad's <laughs> dress shoes. You couldn't get no hundred dollar pair of sneakers. Right, heaven right. forbid. Nah, you nah, get a hundred dollar nah. pair of sneakers. Well, you you got a job now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you couldn't have nothing more expensive than what your dad had in his closet. Now speaking and, of that, go ahead. Well, that made me go out and get a job. Yeah, right. nah, I, that's I, how you got to do it. Thing. That's how you had to do it. Um, but on the topic of expense, what would you say is your most expensive piece? My most exp- the thing I paid the most for yeah yeah sure. I, th- here's what's funny I, I I mean I have joints with the tickets still on them and they're twenty five hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. I've never paid more than five hundred. Oh wow okay okay seriously okay. I'm I, I'm gonna close my eyes and say to the to the to my heart I've never paid more than five hundred for a leather or suede skin. Okay what um, would you what would you say in terms of value right uh, as opposed to 
you know, how much you've paid. What do you think is the most you can get for something that you have in your closet? Like, what, you know, you know somebody will pay three Gs for this. You know mm. somebody will pay. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I don't know that I, I mean, I don't own a snow beach. Windbreaker. Right, right, right. I don't own, um, um, I don't own some of them things that I, I see people paying several thousand dollars or nine hundred thousand dollars. Right, 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 right. And, you know, and, and I maybe, I've never had a snow beach, but I've had other things that, that people are paying wild bread for. Right. And that's, again, that's another situation mm-hmm. of somebody reselling my culture. Right. Like the people that I that I that I find that are reselling those pieces, mm-hmm. pick them up in a thrift shop. Thrift yeah, store. yeah, yeah. You know, to to me, it's like you don't have title. Yeah, to sell something for that kind of bread that you unless, did. unless you had it from then, right? And you lived in it, and you defended it with your life, right? Because see, the the thing is. Part of the reason why this clothing is valuable is it wasn't just to have a piece. Right. It's to keep a piece. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. to go back home to Albany Projects or Ingersoll Houses or Auburn or Edgman or wherever you live, whatever neighborhood you lived in, Brownsville, Far Rock, mm-hmm. East New York. It's to go back to your neighborhood and deal with the people in your neighborhood who never left the neighborhood. Right. Because the kids that rock low were kids that came to the city. They went to school in the city. They traveled. They got out of they got out of their neighbor, out of their environs. Right. And that's what made them kind of gravitate to this this clothing also because mm-hmm. it represented being able to travel and being able to get out and see things. But then when you come back to your neighbor, man, and everyone is fresh dipped yeah. in champion. <laughs> champion. <laughs> you I'm know? That's so right, man. I get it. Then it's like, like, who is this? Who is this fancy nigga think he yeah. is? Right, right, right. <laughs> With lobster claws on his jacket and shit. <laughs> who does this nigga think he is? Yeah, yeah. You know, so yeah. so the idea of keeping your peace was mm. even more important than ever having it. Right. So people that selling this shit, you you really selling? You trying to resell my black manhood? You're selling culture, yeah. Motherfucker, you cannot sell me my manhood. Mm-hmm. What my you cannot at? sell me my manhood. <laughs> Don't do it again. My Gems will drop. <laughs> so, but but I mean, value. I mean, I just I just enjoy my stuff, and I enjoy anybody enjoying their stuff, mm-hmm. really. And I enjoy whenever I encounter people from back then. I enjoy that because um, because they made it to this point. And they know. And they know. And they know. They made it to this point, and, and they have their dignity. They have my respect. Um, they, have their, they have their life. They have their, they have their dreams still intact. They have their aspirations still mm. on their back. That's dope, man. You know, so. That's yeah. dope. All right. Um, were you ever affiliated or, you know, anything like that with the low lives at all? No, no, I wasn't. No. I, I'm actually older. The uh, Low Lives got formed in like '88, mm-hmm. and um, I, I was part of a youth collective called Decepticon, and we got okay. we got formed in like '85. Mm-hmm. You know, so we were a little older. Actually, Low Life could even I would even tell people that Low Life was a response to the youth collective Decepticon and other youth collectives also, mm-hmm. and other youth collectives also because um, Low Life is a combination of kids from Crown Heights. I'm sorry. And and kids from Marcus Garvey Village. 
and like you don't neighborhoods don't mix yeah, like yeah. that. You don't mm-hmm. you don't mix East New York right, and right, Bed Stuy. Right, right. Yeah. You know, you don't miss you don't mix Crown Heights and Bed Stuy. Right. You might have a cousin that you know, you might could find yourself, but you don't find neighborhoods mixing yeah, in yeah, that yeah. manner. All right. It happened a couple of times what happened with Zulu Nation, mm-hmm. where Zulu Nation was able to bring yeah, different everybody. tribes together. Yes. Yeah. And and Decepticon was able to bring different uh, neighborhoods, different boroughs of kids together, and then low life was able to do that also. But it's it's like you don't you don't really find that because that's 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 difficult. That's very again, like I tell you, New York is we think of New York as this metropolitan, cosmopolitan city where it's like you know, man, it's so diverse. But you don't realize you get out of the center city and you come into the boroughs, yeah, and this it's whole different it's story. provincial, mm-hmm. right? And literally, like you you cross a street. You go under a railroad track and you're in a whole nother whole world. Nother hood, mm-hmm. yep. Yes, a whole nother world right this there. Is a fact. So so to to bring different neighborhoods together, you know, under a flag, yeah. that's 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 that was big. And I feel like low life was a was a response, was a reaction to Decepticon and to A Team and to other groups mm. which saw these cats mad flashy, mad uniformed out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, who are these niggas? I know my father used to tell me the story. My father uh, used to run around Imperial Bachelors back then. And he was just like, yeah, man, we had the shark skin pants and all that. They couldn't tell us shit. And I was like, <laughs> I'm like oh, all right, man, okay. <laughs> um, one more thing. Did you meet uh, P from uh, being the um, Decepticons? And yeah, all that? yeah, yeah, yeah. P is P was my my younger brother. Okay. You know, P was one of, one of the, the younger cats that, that, that came under the flag. Oh. And, um... I mean, and as it's crazy how P ascended to to doing the artistic work he did, and and moving on, um, he would tell me, man, he, he was like, "Yo, I always remember you because you had the most illest yeah. Sherlin I ever seen." <laughs> yeah, and it was an ill shot Sherlin that um I had gone to the Army Navy spot mm-hmm. and got these like um these Air Force patches, and had the Air Force patches stitched into the sleeves. Like, like, even then, you understand? Even flash then, it. flash it, customizing shit, taking your shit past that 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 regular presentation to right. that next shit. Right. And he was like, yo, that was the most illest coat I ever, ever seen in my whole life. And he was like, damn, Dallas, you got fat. <laughs> <laughs> now, oh, running shit. around, running around with, um, you know, Groups like that. Did you ever participate in any smashing grabs, anything like that? All the time. Yeah, all the time. In high school, yes. And I mean, yeah. I by the time I was eighteen, I was too old for that. Uh-huh. Mm. By the time I was eighteen, it's also nineteen eighty eight in New York. Um, I I want to get money a different way. Also, right, right, right. When you're fifteen and sixteen, you definitely you, you do smashing grabs. Yeah, you do all kind of little dumb mugging shit, mm. running up, uh, uh, you know, rushing through stores. You do all that. Now you ever get caught? No, no, I didn't get caught. I got caught mug. I got caught doing a mugging. Okay. In '88. Okay. Um, I got caught doing a car. Uh, I'll tell. I'll tell you our story. I okay. got caught doing. A, this is perfect. A, That's perfect. Go ahead, man. <laughs> so, um, in '89, um, I, I'm actually I don't live with my parents anymore. I I left them in '88 when I was 18, mm-hmm. and just because I was so wild, and I had a younger brother, and they was like, "You're too wild." Right, yeah. you know, you're gonna influence your younger brother. Right, right, right. He ended up being wild at me, but anyway. <laughs> but anyway, it's my fault. But still, uh-huh. so um, 
I didn't live with my folks, and I was an eighteen year old nigga, and I was able to get my own little crib because mm-hmm. I went and had a night. Nice, I went and caught a nice little job out right of here. high school, working for architects. But I still had a little bit of dumb streak in me, and my nigga came over my house one night. It's me and my man. We puffing L's. Rest in peace to my man, Thundercracker. Um, my man Drew comes over and, and he's like, yo, I got the spot, man. We can get the dope cars. Sunnyside, area in Queens. I'm like, I know Sunnyside. I mean, mm-hmm. my dad's office is over there. I know I know what's going on over there. Right. And he's like, yo, boom, I got the ill Jetta. Let's go over there and get some cars. I seen him. Mm-hmm. So we all ride with him in this Jetta he got. Boom. We come and encounter this Audi 5000. We get it. Okay. Okay. Uh, Audi, uh, Volkswagen, Porsche, all made by the same company. Right. All made by Volkswagen. Really. Right, right, right. But the entry system and the doors uh, similar to all of them. So the way we pry open a Jetta, same way we pry open the Audi. Mm, right. You know, same way we pry open a Porsche if we had the access to it. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. So boom, we get this Audi. Now we're hopping. Now we're going crazy. Um, we travel around the neighborhood a little bit more, find a Montero. Mm. So now we got a Jetta, a Montero, and an Audi. And it's only like nine o'clock at night. <laughs> so we're hype. Uh, I'm like, yo, y'all, I got a spot for us to go to up in the Bronx. Oh, man. This spot just opened up, man. And my my, um, my folks live up in co-op. And mm. this spot just opened up right outside of my folks. It's called Bay Plaza. Mm-hmm. And man, it's going to be cars. Man, listen, we're going to go up there. We're going to get some cars up there. Mm-hmm. We take the Audi up there. All right, leave the Montero and the Jetta parked. And my man's crib and Hollis drive up uh, with the Audi. Mm-hmm. And uh, we should have took the Jetta. But anyway, drive right. with the Audi. Right. Yeah, I was hot. <laughs> drive with the Audi. And um, boom, we in Bay Plaza, driving around, checking for cars. Now, I could spot like 200, maybe 300 feet away at a stoplight, detectives. And I'm like, oh, shit. I feel like they clocked us. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, boom, let's go to the back side of Bay Plaza. Mm-hmm. Let's let's try to dip away from them. All right? Because I feel like they, they on to us. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. So we drive around to the backside, and then there's a, a police over there mm. waiting for us, like, 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 posted up over there. And then we got these dudes coming from behind us. Mm. So um, my dudes was like, oh, I'm like, yo, y'all niggas, park, park. Let's just get the fuck out of this car. <laughs> park. So yeah, no, no, no. We're going to drive around. We're going to drive around. We gonna... So then uh, police start moving towards us, rolling up. You know, boom. Then they get in the park. And then they just freeze up. So I hop out the back. Said, <laughs> <laughs> so not me. I start running. In my backpack, I have what's called a slap hammer. And a okay. slap hammer is a pulley. Mm. It's a dent okay. puller. Okay. And that's basically how we would take the ignition off the car. Right. Mm. So I got the tools. I got the, the wrench, screwdriver. I got all the tools and a slap hammer in my backpack. And I'm running. And I'm running to the gate. And they're like, freeze, motherfucker, freeze. And I'm yeah. running. I'm still running, man. And I get to the gate. But then on the other side of the gate is the Hutchinson River. Oh. So I was like, fuck, I'm caught. All yeah, right, boom. Yeah. I put my hands up. All right, I'm caught, I'm caught, I'm caught. All right. Yo, thank God these was all vet police. Okay. And not racist also. Right, right, right. Because they could have shot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nowadays, in 2017? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Been justified, yeah. been the whole thing. Right, right, right. They'd have been like, thought he had a gun, heard metal in his mm-hmm. backpack, bomb, bomb, bomb. Mm-hmm. Right? But they didn't shoot me. But um, they told me, get on my knees, put my hands behind my back. And then they proceeded to kick my ass. <laughs> for making them run. Yo, yeah, for making them run. From, exactly. For making them run. For making them so run. So 
One dude, like, like, imagine, like, yo, I'm on my knees, my hands behind my head. Yeah. This dude run up on me like a field goal kicker. <laughs> like, yo, he about to, he literally set the whole game off. Yeah. He ran up on me and like kicked me like he was field goal kicking me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One dude was kicking me, another dude was stomping me down. Oh man, yo, another dude, like, yo, I got, this, I caught the wildest. I never caught a beat down, and all my years are running around, wilding out with kids, whatever. Never caught a beat down like this beat down. Jesus Christ, wow. man. They beat they beat fire flames out the game. So so they fucked me up. Yeah. And then they they throw me in the back of the car where my niggas is already arrested. And my niggas is laughing. They like, ah, you got your ass kicked. You sound like a bitch. They were kicking your ass, man. You was begging. You thought they was going to kill you. They was kicking your ass, man. That scary, man. You was fucking like you, bitch. So when they put us in the station house, they put my two niggas together. They they put me by myself. And um, so when we finally go to bookings, we're all together. And we had we had one of those good times. You know that you having bookings, man. You play dice, you smoke cigarettes. It's like it's like it's, it's like a short stay. It's like a little, right, right, right. it's like a little vacation shit. I mean, I had one call, and the one call I made was to my office, was mm. to the architects I work for, yeah. and I told myself, I, I, I said I'm not going to be in um, for a couple of days, mm-hmm. but I'll see y'all when I when I <laughs> I'll see y'all soon. Yeah, yeah. and um, and a rabbi, I called the old architect a rabbi because he yeah. was. He was a he was a good man. He was a mm. good man. He told me how to fish. He never gave me fish. He told me how to build my own fishing rod. That's dope. Catch my fish. But um, he was like, "All right, I'll see you when you get back." So um, um, we go in front of the judge, and the judge is like, "Okay, boom, boom." But to my first man, um, okay, you know, you uh, you have X amount of bail. You know, remanded to Rikers until you pay your bail. Shit. My second dude, boom, X amount of bail. You remanded to Rikers until you pay your bail. Um, Dallas Penn, uh, you are released on your own recognizance. Mm. I was like, word, right? <laughs> word. That ass beating, right? They, they told they, yeah. they told the judge like, listen, they told the judge, they told the judge because this will. They told go us bad. he was just joyriding, right, right, right. He was mm. he he was just joyriding. Don't we don't have to worry about him? Yeah. And they and they yo for real they was. Can I tell y'all one more arrest story? Oh, please. Go ahead. Okay, okay, okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Listen, so, we so, were going to ask you for a survivor story, and this is perfect. So, 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 well, this one, this is my, this is my super survivor arrest story. Okay. All right. So that one, boom, released on my own recognizance. My niggas is mad with me. Boom. I got <laughs> yeah, home. Yeah. My girl from Morgan State having to be home that weekend. She came through after I had showered. Boom. Right, right, right. I won. I won, my nigga. I won. I won on that one. That's how that story ends. That story ends with a win. All right. Boom. This story, though. (laughs) A couple years later, man, um, I want to be a a music producer. I want to be a hip-hop producer. And this dude always on 14th Street, the architect's always on 14th Street. And this dude, homeless dude, man, used to have a little blanket laid out, man, with with albums. Right. He had this Johnny Guitar Watson album. Mm. Wow, Real wow. mother for you. Mm. And wow, wow, Watson. Man, listen, he sold it to me for a token, subway token. What? Wow. But that was the only token I had. Mm-hmm. That was the token I had to get home. <laughs> hey, That's listen, the only I had to get home. We all would have did it though. 
So I go down the stairs at 14. She, oh, police is here. All right, I'm not fucking with y'all niggas. Right, right, right. All right, boom. I walk to the next station. Yeah. 23rd Street. Up. Oh, I feel like I smell police here. <laughs> mm. Not fucking with y'all. I walk to the next station. Right. 34th Street. Oh, I've seen some Puerto Rican dudes walk through. I'm like, uh-huh. oh, shoot. Dip through, dip through. Yeah. Boom. Dip through, dip through. Right behind me. The detectives come say, yeah, everybody walk right into this room right here. Shit. <laughs> Shit. Who's on the cover? Undercover, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm. yeah no, no, they they arrested me and the Puerto Rican dudes that went through. Right, right, right. No, I'm saying they yeah. was in plain clothes. Yeah, they was in plain. They was in plain. They was in plain clothes. Yeah, I just I just thought we was all walking through. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, all, this shit is all. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bang, Bang. So they got me in this room, man. So now they're gonna take us all uh, to their station house to get processed. Now mm-hmm. it's not even a a simple. Uh, summons, summons. Yeah. right now you got to get a little fingerprint right 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 you know they got to they got to run and see if they, if they got any warrants on you boom boom so they put us all in this paddy wagon and of the group of us there was this homeless dude mm-hmm. and this nigga smelled wild homeless <laughs> <laughs> all right when I tell you he smelled wild homeless I mean like so they, they yo the paddy wagon is again it's a it's a torturous device mm-hmm. in itself. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, there's no lights that come through. <laughs> you already you gonna smell homeless anyway. Yo, after there's, a certain amount of no time, no lights. That's that. There's no openings there. The the little breathe openings are like under the seat, mm-hmm. so you you don't even have natural light really coming into the thing. Mm. And so your senses are deprived. Your your sight senses are deprived. But you just and you all packed up with people, and this dude is smelling wild homeless. Mm-hmm. And these <laughs> niggas proceed to drive from 34th Street. They ended up taking us down to Canal Street, but I swear mm. to God, they went to Inwood <laughs> first. They went to Jersey City first. Right. Yo, Jersey they City. went to Mad Stops first before oh. they got to this. So when they finally opened up the back of the paddy wagon, I was like, oh, I was, like, <laughs> I was ready. Yo, real talk, I was ready to tell them niggas where Hoffa was buried. <laughs> I was ready to tell them how I killed JFK. I was, yo, I was ready to tell them everything. Let me go. Everything, everything, yo. everything, everything. And um and I said yo I'll never get arrested again after that and but then I got arrested one more time <laughs> and then the the last time I got arrested I realized that I'm sitting in this room and uh, this was a this was a great night as a matter of fact inside a booth tonight is 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 my my cousin Danny okay and and our cousin Netic was performing that night with his band Game Rebellion I had a whole outfit put together I was gonna hang with them or whatever you had the you had the Gucci suit. <laughs> I, I, actually, I had some new balance on. I, I, I was fresh dipped, but not a champion. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and I got I got pinched that night. And the the long and the short of it was inside this bookings. This is the last time I've been arrested, but but it also was a time that kind of brought me right to the center of everything. And I'm inside this this cell, and there's cats in there giving other people legal advice. Like one cat is telling a dude, like, oh no. They couldn't arrest you when you got in a taxi cab. Like, like that, that's taxi cab is off limits. Like somehow he had entered <laughs> the neutral zone. He said it's <laughs> off limits. Right. Like, he, had, he made it. Like, call, he's call, on, call him he's off. He's on base. Call right. him good. off. He, call had, him he had entered the neutral it's zone or something like that. Yeah, he, he got yeah. out of the stars. Another dude was on the phone. <laughs> um, they Animal protection ran up in his house, took his dogs, his monkeys, and his alligator. Jesus And Christ. he's like, yo, they can keep the dogs, but I need my monkeys and my alligator. <laughs> I'm like, nigga, you're not getting none of these things back. <laughs> you're not getting none of them. But everybody, this whole collection of of just ragamuffins and ne'er do wells inside this room, and here I am with them. Right. You know what I mean? Here I am with these dudes, man. So it's like I gotta always remind myself, man, that I am, you know, I am no greater 
than anybody that's in bookings right now just trying to figure a way out, man. Just right. trying to figure a way out to breathe regular air. And and that's how I got to stay. I got to stay eye level like that. Facts. You know what I mean? Because if I'm if I'm thinking like, oh, shit, you know, my shit is good. I mean, I got pinched for a suspended license. Oh, yeah. yeah. On some dun dun shit. Yeah. Straight. yeah not, not even, I had paid the fee, but I had paid it late. So you get something called assessment. Uh, uh, so the late fee got my shit pinched. Yeah. All right, so so never. I mean, if I if I tell you, listen, one thing, man, it's, it's never, never look at yourself above it all. Always stay eye level, stay right there on the ground with your eyes right on the ground. You know, your feet on the ground and your eyes right there. You know, you can look up to the sky every now and then, put your head to the sky every now and then, but definitely make sure you see where the ground is too, so that right. you know you know where you're going. Yeah, you oh, know, man, great stories, man. <laughs> I love right. it. Um. One last thing, um, you know, you're big on. We know you're big on the sneakers, the polo, boots, so on and so forth. Is there anything else that people don't know about Dallas? Damn, I know. Like I listen to you, and I see that you're big into history, things like that. But is there anything else that, like, you know? Yeah, I, I think, <clears throat> I think when when people see that, you know, you you deal with your outward presentation a lot, they think that you know you don't have a a mind mm-hmm. or a care for social justice. Mm-hmm. And and I mean I get um I just get extremely depressed and troubled um when I see the the struggle that that African Americans go through mm-hmm. in America and how it hasn't ebbed from you know from emancipation. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's it's um and just just the institutionalization of racism and, I, and I, it it makes me sad because I'm like damn but then I realized too on some real sick shit like yo why would why would anyone want to give up their privilege you know why, that would mean that their children you know who you know probably can't swag as hard as me they wouldn't be able to compete right they, they wouldn't be able to place you know mm-hmm. like in horse racing win plays draw they, they wouldn't even be on the board <laughs> you know black people will be at the win you know, Mexican people would be at the place. Um, some other brown person would be at the draw. Like, boom. Right. You know, white people would be the fifth or sixth horse coming in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, if they didn't have privileges, they didn't have that, that thing put in place. Mm-hmm. So, um, that's probably the one thing that if people encounter me on social media, that might surprise yeah. them that sometimes I do get off on tangents that deal with, with, with race and uh, socioeconomic um, issues. Did you ever come up with a team name? I remember you had the. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I still, I still favor the date, the Dayton Darkies. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I still favor that. But I mean, eventually, eventually, when when it's all when there's only a few of us on a reservation, mm. when it's only a few of us left in a housing project, they will have some team logo with a black face on it. Right, you know, name the Carolina Coons or whatever. Yeah, all right. I mean, just like they did to the native, mm-hmm. you know, they Indian they they did the native, they that. did the native filthy, and they're at the point now where they're teaching kids in history books that the native was like, oh, yo, we got all this land, come have some, right? And and people don't learn about the Trail of Tears, and people don't learn about mm-hmm. genocide, yeah. the genocide that occurred here. So it's like, you know, <clears throat> will that will that will that come for us? I mean, eventually. Eventually, they're busy. They're busy doing cloning now, so they 
Yeah, they do it. Sometimes. Yeah, they're wild. They're wild. <laughs> Is Gucci a clone? <laughs> <laughs> we have to know. <laughs> but nah, seriously, man. Um, any final words before we uh before we get up out of here, man? Oh man, I I appreciate you guys taking the time. Yeah, thank you. We appreciate you. I man. mean, th- this this studio space that y'all are rocking with is an, is a beautiful spaceship. I call mm-hmm. these places spaceships, man. But they're, they're <clears throat> great places to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Shout out Bill. to the Cast Sound Lab. You know, Definitely. put ideas together and just you know, and and you know, salute to y'all taking the time to you know to do this because I mean, like Newlyweds Podcast, man. Me and my wife, we we hold a sheet over us <laughs> and we do it in our living room. And most times, I be naked. <laughs> All right, y'all. I don't, I'm sorry if I put that vision in your head. I apologize. Yeah, okay. but well, uh, next time I listen, it might you know you know, but get a little um, uncomfortable. But 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 really, again, for doing this for the culture, people mm. always say that. Right, but but when you come to a space like this, you are doing it for the culture, right? Okay, you 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 took it serious, and you put a serious investment in yourself and in the people that are listening to it. So I appreciate that. Thank y'all mm-hmm. for having me here. We appreciate you coming through, man. We know your time is valuable, mm-hmm. and uh, you know I think there was a lot of gems dropped in this episode. I personally took away a lot of them. Yeah, I know you did dope. too. This is dope, man. But um, if there's nothing else. This has been episode 121 of the Officially Street Podcast. I'm Jay Omega, the Wash the Ambassador, at J Omega S on every social media network. Beloved, it's your boy, Sire. Wash God himself. You know, you can find me on all social media, Sire S-O, except for Snap. Snap is Sire underscore. Real quick, Dallas, you want to plug yes, your... Yes, yes. Uh, Dallas Penn, professor of the Wash. <laughs> uh, you, you can find me in that single seat in your bus <laughs> right by the door waiting for you sexy lady to yell out back door back door back door and he will be not fresh dipped in champion but fresh exactly. dipped in polo word uh, Dallas we appreciate you thank, thank you guys. thank you the rulers back my feet up alone in my tower uh-huh. all I seen what I've been through I never cower blown shower they can't take what we made hours niggas reckless let the rockets fly switch to the hawks like Howard my verse is harder than any nigga that you can mention you and I, my nigga, can't be in the same sentence Dodging these haters, bullets thrown in my direction I see Am I living or dreaming? This is like Inception My confessions is my conception I've been immaculate Every verse is so accurate Give them all the facts and shit I've been the truth, give me a reason All my Beanie Mac shit Make them think twice Who they get on the track with These new niggas can't take nothing from me Feel like Rico fucking from the back Doing the Dougie Drinking out the bottle Spilling, sorry you don't don't know the feeling, sky's the limit, my nigga. Fuck the ceiling. Back. They let a real nigga in. Finally let a real nigga win. I ain't trying to go back where I've been. I ain't never gonna go again. They let a real nigga in. Finally let a real nigga win. I ain't trying to go back where I've been. Trash, you play it, then you overpay As long as I'm hurting, my fame is good I'm cool being underrated But to say I'm about to take off is an understatement As an elder statesman, thank you for the ones that waited Middle fingers to the ones that hated Or be rated, sad to say it But face it, these niggas is basic Nick Cage, they need a facelift to save it I should be on your playlist, tell me who okay this And these niggas act tough like an action movie But they show they first when you see a little Who's he? Who's he? 
They gonna know my name soon, you can bet that Vet rap, smooth as a heart and step back Hope they feel every line I say with much conviction Bruh, listen, it's been a mission The shit on competition, stay fly, spend money These words put me in position Give my kids a better living, see my vision You see me? They let a real nigga in Finally let a real nigga win I ain't trying to go back where I've been I ain't never going broke again They let a real nigga in Finally let a real nigga win I ain't trying to go back where I've been I just wanna shine from the grind in due time Put it all on the line, I'll be standing under the line Light can't compare, him and I do or die Flow cause I'm an Aquarius, got two sides like a Gemini Get They can't even judge me, my life is real I've been killing them every song, check the highlight reel I can switch between the end of the day, I stay the same What if the sounds change, they close your lane, who's to blame? Think about it, they let a real nigga in Finally let a real nigga win. I 